Hello everybody and thank you for being with us. This is another episode of The Truth Serum and I'm your host, Modupe Wigwe. Today, 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 today we're going to be talking about mental capital and emotional capital. And guess where we're going to be looking for it? We will be searching in the diary of the Nigerian woman. Yeah, it's about the diary of a Nigerian woman. What role does mental and emotional capital play? Today to help me unpack this topic is none other than the CEO of HCBC, who is also the founder of the Worthy Woman Walk. Now, the Worthy Woman Walk is, an, is a very interesting initiative, and Mrs. Abisola Longye is going to be talking to us about it. So I'm going to hand over to Abisola right now so that she can introduce herself and tell us a bit more about the Worthy Woman Walk, and then we'll go into our huge topic. Abisola, welcome to the program. Thank you so much, Modupe. I'm thrilled and honored to be here with you. So tell us about yourself. You know, I'm really excited you're, you're, you're going to be unpacking this topic for us today. Tell us about yourself. Tell us about this, your initiative, you know, the Worthy Woman Walk. Great. Thank you. You know, I'm really excited too because this is like my favorite topic, the Nigerian woman. Um, let me start by telling you a little bit about myself and the journey that brought me here. Um, I started life, um, I had an extremely mentally miserable childhood um, and I really just excelled at everything I did. So everything I did academically, I made sure I excelled, you know, trying to look for the answers. Anyway, to cut a long story short, I eventually became an accountant, went to one of the best universities in the world and I was just miserable. Um, ended up, you know, married, had children, but I just knew that I wasn't living my life. Mm. And so when I turned 40, um, I remember doing an audit, which I hope we have time to talk about today. Yeah, I hope so too, yes. Yeah, and I realized that there was nothing, I wasn't doing anything in my life that made me happy. Um, mm. That was the life I wanted to live. I was yeah. leading other people's lives. And by and by, you know, I found myself single, um, spending mm -hmm. for three children with, you know, humongous bills abroad. And at the time, I just thought, where are the resources, you know, serious, you know, mental capital deficiency time, you're struggling mm -hmm. financially, emotionally, the guilt, the shame. I was a, in quotes, good Christian woman. So yeah. how did I get here? Uh, and so on and so forth. And that is really the path that led me to the Worthy Woman Walk. Mm -hmm. I realized um, I, I walked that journey for you know quite a while, struggling with business, children, um, society. And just looking back, I came out of that journey. We're going to talk about resilience and mm -hmm. you know keeping on. And I came out of that journey and I looked back and I realized that one of the things that struck me about, you know, connecting the dots backwards, as Steve Jobs says, is where was the support? Where was the help? Where was the, you know, you had a lot of support for widows. You had a lot of support for poor people. Mm -hmm. You know, 
I didn't fall into any of those brackets and I was yeah. supposed to be, you know, just carry on. So the yeah. woman walk was really came out of my own pain. And, mm. and of course, finances are really big. You know, they say people who say money can't buy happiness don't know where to shop. <laughs> um, I agree. Is that money really can't buy happiness, but no money sure gives you a bucket load of sadness. In fact, I, <laughs> I'll take that quote. I need to put it on the wall. Yeah. I'm, I'm telling you. And so I realized that I could easily have walked that journey with a lot more joy, a lot more financial you know, capability. And mm -hmm. as I've learned from you, a, a lot of mental capital. So the Worthy Woman Walk is based around the 5A framework to really help women build on what I call acuity, um, their vision, their purpose, designing their dream life around their attitude. And that's a lot of what we're going to talk about today, mental capital, around yes. the actions they take to build a business, grow income. And then the support that I'm so keen about, association. And we have a club, you know, where the women, you know, will come together to support each other in every way and you know finally assets we're walking to financial freedom my yes. dream and hope is that every woman in the club will hit financial freedom within 10 years oh wow mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. awesome yeah this this sounds so exciting you know so tell me a bit more right from the things that you've said what would you consider to be the benefits of mental capital to a Nigerian woman? Hmm. It's everything. You know, when I was reading, you know, what you wrote about, because like I said, mental capital is not a phrase that I had come across. Um, hmm. and, and when I saw the phrase, I actually went to the dictionary. I went and, you know, I put each, you know, each component of mental capital and I really looked at it and I thought, my goodness, this is everything. This yeah. is everything. There's some foundational aspects of mental capital that you just must have to even yeah. start the journey. Your mm. self-awareness, your self-esteem. Absolutely. I, I, I grew up and a lot of my life, especially my career life, um, mm. because of the the huge amount of damage from my childhood, I found mm. really hard shell. So a lot of people look at me, even till now, and they see a very tough, you know, no-nonsense bitch. But I was dying inside, you know, mm. no self-worth, no self-esteem. I found it difficult to, you know, just accept who I was and really yeah. believe in myself. And yeah. you know, for the Nigerian woman, the society, whether we like it or not, this is a very misogynistic society. Absolutely. Never forget to pay one day. My daughter could not have been, I know she wasn't nine, you know, mm -hmm. she she was probably like seven or eight. And, mm -hmm. you know, we weren't particularly chatting. We were just having a quiet time together. And she just perked up and said, they don't like us, do they? And I'm like, oh, wow. She said, they don't like us, do they? I'm like, who? She goes, mm -hmm. no. I'm like, why would you say such a thing? You know, where, yeah. where does that come from? I mean, my, my, my daughter's father is, you know, probably the best father on the face of the earth. 
Mm. But she had picked up from society. She said, you know, they they talk to us and they behave like we don't have a brain. They don't think Mm. we're the same as them. They don't think we're human. That was what she said. They don't think we're real people. They they think like items. And I was like, wow. Wow, you know? honestly. And I just thought, so what do I say here? Because she was so little, I didn't agree with her. <laughs> if she was now that she's 28, I'd have said yes, yes. But mm-hmm. I said, no, you know, it's not like that. There's some people that are just ignorant and they're afraid mm-hmm. of a different gender. But that's what I mean, you know, the, the Nigerian woman deals with all that right from, you know, right from childhood. Right from childhood. Yeah, right from childhood. She's told, if you don't do this, you won't get a good man to marry you. Exactly. That you have to be a good wife. And then mm-hmm. society equates being a good wife to cooking and cleaning. Yes, yes. <laughs> oh, no. yes. yes, and picking up after him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, when you look at children, children have very high self-esteem, very high yes. mental capital. Very high self, you know, awareness, but yes. it's as if the society, you know, for the woman kills it yes. and kills it, and for the man, the society just lifts and lifts and lifts it up. Yes. Um, yes. so you know, <laughs> I can't, can't even remember your question, but um, yeah, yeah, no, we were talking, you're, you're on point. I mean, we were talking about mental capital and the benefits to the Nigerian woman. Yes, so you really don't have a chance. Yes, I was talking about the foundational aspects of mental capital. The starting point, as as I say in the club, is that you really must embrace your worthiness. You really must get to the point where you realize that nothing is going to make you worthier than you already are. Yes, you can excel in your career. Yes, you can make a lot of money. Yes, you can be really popular but your intrinsic 100% worthiness, that uniqueness, what combines to make you who you are, you must accept it. That element of your mental capital is not negotiable. Yes. And I love the work you're doing because, you know, just like people learn about finances, Mm -hmm. people need to learn about mental capital. So how, you know, how do I, even accept that I'm worthy. You know, I mm-hmm. take, for example, a woman who's been bashed, you know, yes. domestic abuse by her own mm-hmm. husband. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. think about the mental capital deficit that Absolutely. you, that you mm-hmm. sit there and let somebody pummel you day after yeah. day. Yeah. So and have your children watch as well. Yeah. So, yeah, we we, we really have um, our work cut out. Um, I like you know, the topic, the diary of a Nigerian woman. The diary yeah. really starts by you accepting that you have the power and yes. you can choose to give it away or you can choose to keep it and then learning the skills. You know, sometimes we don't know where to balance. We think taking the power is being aggressive, being mm. foul, or you yeah. know, um, we think, you know, if you're soft and kind, then you don't have power. No, you, you know, we mix it up. Your power is in you. It's intrinsic. Yeah. Now, you mentioned earlier, you talked about resilience and how you had to use resilience. Could you tell us a bit more about that? How did you use resilience? You know, um, resilience is everything. I was reading, I, I watched this TED Talk, 
and I read um, some stuff. I can't remember the lady's name now, but she did some research and mm-hmm. she called it great. And it was about children and what makes children succeed. Um, yeah. Honestly, resilience is everything. And it's unfortunate that resilience is one of those things that have almost an inverse um, formula. What do mm-hmm. I mean by that? Um, the harder your life is, <laughs> mm. the more resilient um, yeah. you and yeah, you know, it's 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 kind of a bit unfortunate because a lot yeah. of people that get into trouble are people mm. that started life with a very nice cushy life, and then life mm. happens, and because they haven't built that resilience, they haven't built that grit. Yes, they haven't learned it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's very easy to give up. For me, um, I, even if I say so myself, with all humility. I'm an extremely resilient person because mm. I've survived so much. Like I said, childhood was rough, um, not financially. Um, yeah. and, and that's why I'm so excited about all the mental and emotional work that's being done now. Because, mm. you know, in, in our generation and our parents' generation, we thought that suffering was financial. Um, yes. I didn't grow up in a poor home, but I was... Mm-hmm you know, totally unparented. My parents wanted a boy and they didn't hide it. And there I was, you know, I was the fifth of six girls. And they eventually had their boy, thank goodness. We were like, you know, the girls were like, it didn't matter, you didn't. So right from there, you know, um, I went to boarding school, you know, I, 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 Grew up, family home was in Lagos, boarding school yeah. was in Ibadan. I, I was not visited by my parents in five years um, in wow. school. I had this fantasy. I had these American parents that were going to come and get me and say, oh, we're so sorry we left you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I developed resilience. Um, you know, I attempted suicide at some point. Um, I just had wow. resilience. Um, yeah, and you know it's a journey because yes. Yes. my resilience came out as very hard, very tough, very harsh. That was how I knew to survive. Now, having learned coaching and become a coach, uh, mm. I have I, I've started you know modifying those behaviors and just you know learning that resilience is just about keeping on. And what I would say to women is. Resilience is quite simple, and and you use you know a phrase we all know. It's the diary of a Nigerian woman. Resilience is simply I know go grieve. Mm-hmm. Just absolutely. Just say yes. to yourself, I shan't grieve. Mm-hmm. I shan't grieve. You know, shangri as they say, and that that is really you know everything. You may not have the tools at the time. You may not have the support, but just keep going. Just keep yeah. going. No matter what. No matter, no matter what. what. Yeah. Keep learning. Keep asking yeah. for help. Keep praying. Yeah. And before you know it, you know, you'll turn around one day like I can now and say, Wow, I'm badass resilient. <laughs> oh wow. You know, but like you, you touched on quite a few things. You know, I mean, you know that I'm not um, I'm widowed. Right. And you know, you would also know that in our society, a man doesn't die by himself. 
something mm -hmm. that hardly ever happens. The woman would have to have a hand in it somehow. Mm -hmm. um, so, <laughs> so, so, <laughs> so that can be such an issue. And it can affect one's self-esteem. It can just affect your ability to ask for more out of life. Yeah, yeah. You know? You're, and that, again, is where resilience comes in. Because if you don't have resilience, one is likely to give up and just accept whatever. Mm -hmm. So it takes resilience to just keep keeping on, like you said. Yeah, so definitely I can relate. I can relate to that. Now, let's look at the different um, resources we have, the different mental resources we have. And out of all of this, Visala, I want you to look at them and say, okay, this one, a woman would have to use every month. The same way one would have a budget for, for, your, um, for your finances, you know, so that you make sure that at the end of the month, you're, you're good at least as best as you can. Now we're talking about mental capital. So which of these ones, let me read them out, do you think that we, we would definitely need every month? We have self-efficacy, self-esteem, self-awareness, self-regulation, self-motivation, relational agility, trust, flexibility, efficiency at learning, optimism or hope, beliefs, memory, empathy, assertiveness, and then this resilience that we talked about. <laughs> I don't, I, I'm wondering if you're asking a trick question. I mean, no. everything you read out, which one of them does a Nigerian woman not need every day? A good question, but go on. Every month. You know, as you were reading out the list, you know, I was jotting down and I was trying to cancel, okay, you need this once a month, you need this thing. All of them, as long as this list is, you know, you need all of them. You need to have a, 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 a balance, like you said. You need to have a balance full of them in your emotional, you know, you know, bank account. I, I, I don't know how long we have, but I think the conversation we really need to have is how do you load up on these things? Absolutely. Because Let's go ahead. You yeah. Really and um, you know if, if, if you don't mind I don't know if you have another question I'd like to spend some time talking to the Nigerian woman about how please to go ahead go ahead I'm all ears yeah mm -hmm. things because you really need them now for me the first thing is to do a self audit where am I right now yeah mm -hmm. where am I in my life where am I in my self-awareness? What am I in my self-esteem? What are the things that are making me, um, you know, unsure, anxious, worried, scared? You know, Duke, one of the life changes for me, and I always wonder, you know, because when I did this work and found this out in my coaching journey, I thought, yes. I wonder if everybody knows this. I didn't realize how much power I had over my brain and my mind. Oh, wow, that's a deep one. I'm that's a deep you. one right there. That's a deep one. When I did the work, the model that says your circumstances are there, but it's your thoughts that control your feelings. 
Absolutely. Circumstances that control your thoughts. And yes. if, you ask, if you ask my children, especially my last daughter, because she's you know learning to be a dance professional dancer, which needs a lot of resilience and a lot of you know mental capital. I'm yes. telling her do some thought work. I didn't realize that what we don't teach people is that you actually need to sit down and do the thought work. You need to unpack all your thoughts and ask yourself, why am I thinking this way? Yes. Why am I thinking this about this circumstance? And I'll give you one very, very important one, especially for Nigerian women. You see a woman, another woman comes up to her mm. and doesn't greet her or doesn't mm -hmm. smile. She doesn't know if that woman's just lost her husband. Yes. You know, if that woman just lost her job mm -hmm. and she eyes the woman and she decides who does she think she is. She is. That is the typical one I love to use as an example. You mm. saw somebody that looked or didn't look at you a certain way and your own thoughts decided that she was looking down on you. Yes. The same mind could have decided, oh, this woman must be having a hard day. Let me flash mm. her a smile. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. you choose either way. Now, if you chose the first, what yeah. happens if you eye the woman? The woman looks yes. at you and says, I haven't done anything to you. Why are you looking at me at it like this? It's mm -hmm. mm -hmm. that hate war that came out of nothing. Yeah. On the other yeah. hand, you could look at that woman and give her a smile, and she's like, Oh, gosh, a smile. And yes. And you light up her day. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, the most important thing is to get into the habit of doing that thought work. You know, we have so much activity in our society. I so always tell my coaches, Monday to Friday, you're in traffic for four hours, you're working mm -hmm. ten hours, you come back home, you cook, there's no lights, blah, 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 you collapse into bed. Saturday morning, you jump out of bed, you go to the nearest Owambe, Crazy, <laughs> crazy to bed. Sunday, you jump out of bed at 6 a.m., you go to church. To church, yeah. The whole day in church. When mm -hmm. do you think? When yeah. do you mentally replenish? Yeah. It's important for the Nigerian woman to make out non negotiable two hours a week. Absolutely. Just Absolutely. Mental thought work. You know, yes. always say, Get out. I, I have this um, book that I authored, the Productivity Plus Planner. I get out my planner and design your dream life. What yeah. do you want from your life? Those six arenas of your life. Where are you going? What's your destination? Where mm. do you want to get to? And you know, when you do that practice, you take the power back. Yes, you do. In your life. And then you spend time meditating, doing the thought work, replacing yes. those disempowering thoughts, you know, mm -hmm. with mm -hmm. thoughts that empower and uplift you. Mm -hmm. you know? Another thing you need to do is identify those limitations, what's blocking you. And that's where the resilience comes in. The reason yeah. why many of us don't apply resilience, you know, I like the things you wrote here, flexibility. Mm. Optimism, yes, hope. Mm. Because we're thinking so much about the limitations 
as yes. final roadblocks instead of yes. using them as opportunities. Exactly. You know, I wonder how many women realize that it is that greatest problem that is where your greatest opportunity to make impact lies. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. Look at the Worthy Woman Club. After I look back on my journey of struggling so hard, mm. every mm. Month, your mortgage, school fees, everything, I thought back and I thought, if you had applied your financial knowledge, because I'm a traveling mm. accountant, and yeah. you had had a proper financial plan, yeah. you know that yeah. when it came to this time, you wouldn't even bat an eyelid because your money would now be working for you. Mm. Trying mm. to get our women to start their financial freedom journey. You know, if you start at 20 something, 30, mm. by the time you get to your 40s or 50s, you can yeah. move that money. Relax, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when we identify these obstacles, we realize that there are opportunities. Many of us don't journal. Many of us don't spend that quiet time. Mm. If we do that, you know, like you said, that mental capital toolkit will be full. And yeah. asking for help, that support. Ah, Dupe, we're so proud. Yes. <laughs> so Tell proud. me about it. Yeah. <laughs> ah. As society thinks... I was reading something on a wonderful woman who had had a nervous breakdown. She wrote oh, wow. these things and, you know, she wrote about her experience. And she said, so many people have called me. I said, why will you publicize this to the world? <laughs> yeah. So we think a broken leg is more important or better yes yes it makes better sense that it makes better sense yeah i I don't know why we're so afraid of mental health or mental sickness i'm not sure i think it's because we we don't like what we can't touch and see i i I think it's also because we haven't developed that esteem to be able to understand that it's okay Mm. to go through this Mm. It's okay to admit that you're going through it. Mm. You know, we don't have that esteem. We don't have that esteem. Think about it. Our culture is rather judgmental. It tells us that if anything is going wrong, you must have done something wrong. You must pretend everything is perfect. Yes. <laughs> so, so, so if it's not going right, it's, it's because you are broken. It's because you've done something wrong. So that judgmental thing, it's there for all of us. It's always at the background. So you always try to be perfect, at least to look perfect, even if you know deep down that it's definitely not perfect. Yeah. But it's important for you to look the role, you know, that you feel you've been thrust into. Very true. Very true. And it's so unfortunate because we cause ourselves and each other so much unnecessary, you know, trauma and stress by doing that. Absolutely, absolutely. You can imagine if some, if um, you can find two women, right, and one actually needs help, needs the support, and is talking about her issues, and somebody else who's going through something similar but refuses to admit it, prefers instead to lie. And like, even looks down, pretends she's and even looks down on the one, you know. You know? <laughs> it's so bizarre, you know. It is. 
Yeah. I mean, my friends and I laugh about it. The number of us who are, you know, single, single, like I said, my marriage broke down. And you're mm-hmm. talking to these women and you actually know the terrible situation in their marriage and they're talking as if, you know, it's so perfect. And yes. they down on you. And that's, you know, where the self-esteem comes in because, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it, it takes a woman who has done her own audit and is self-aware to be able to pick herself up in that kind of situation and know that this thing that this person is doing, you know, this attempt to look down on me is on her and not on me. Mm-hmm. It is more about her mm-hmm. than about me, mm-hmm. you know, but that comes from self-awareness. It, it comes from really choosing to develop this power, like you said. Choosing to develop it, mm-hmm. choosing to develop it, mm-hmm. very, very important. You know? Now, what would a balance sheet look like for the Nigerian woman? Her mental capital balance sheet, what would it look like? Um, you know, that is such a deep question that um, for me, um, you know, my mental balance sheet, comes out of that um, order. And I'll tell you what I mean. There's there's no way that we don't have, you know, mental liabilities, the world. <laughs> you know, yes. it's just part of being normal human, yeah. especially Nigerian. I mean, no matter how, I, I like to pride myself on the fact that I've done so much work on mm-hmm. you and my mental capital is so high, but after the lucky massacre to bed. Yeah. There was, you know, the next morning I called my colleagues at work. I gave everybody the day off and I stayed in. Mm. For me, mm. that's what a balanced, you know, mental capital balance sheet looks like. When yeah. you realize that the liabilities are so high, mm. take time out and yeah. load on yourself. You load on your motivation. Listen to a wonderful message. Do some affirmations. You know, um, do some meditation and just Mm. load. Now, for Mm. me, I mean, I I don't know the technical, you know, whether it's the work, but I will describe for me what my mental capital balance sheet looks like now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm really, really happy. Yeah, I'm really, really content. Mm-hmm. Um, and from inside, um, I really feel optimism. I yeah. feel life is great and it's going to be mm-hmm. greater. Mm-hmm. Um, do I have things I would like to happen? Oh, yes, mm-hmm. but I feel that I can make that them happen with, with the grace yeah. and the help of God. Yeah. And yeah. Um, I think that's really. For me, what what a balanced balance sheet looks like, not getting overwhelmed by the issues and the stresses, mm. and most importantly, accepting when you need support. Yeah. And getting yeah. it. Yes, yes. It's seeking it out, in fact. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, so in the same vein, what would we say? Um, when would we say somebody needs to declare bankruptcy? <laughs> <laughs> you know, 
that's what's most unfortunate about this thing because it's hard to know, isn't it? Mm. It's hard to know. And that's why it's nice to have a support system or a support mm. person around you. Because for me, I think many times we don't really see ourselves, especially yeah. we're in that deficit point. And mm. unfortunately in our society, people are not good at giving feedback. They would mm. rather talk behind you than... Yes, you. true. In fact, what is up with that? <laughs> it takes you so long <laughs> to find out. I think people consider it impolite to tell people the truth. I don't know. I, I don't, so, it, so it's hard to tell, but I, I would say that um, for me, declaring bankruptcy is really seeking help. Um, mm. Getting a therapist, getting, you know... I don't even think, I think by the time of bankruptcy, I think you need more than a coach. Um, yeah. But I would say that at, before bankruptcy, before you even get to that stage, get a coach. I mean, coaching has changed my life. Mm. Um, but I think where you find yourself, for example, you're crying a lot. Mm -hmm. um, you're not sleeping. Yeah. Um, you're very, very anxious. You're getting palpitations. Mm -hmm. um, I think that's a, a bankruptcy or you're getting thoughts of suicide. Um, yeah. I think at that point, you know, get help. Or even getting angry every time. Oh, wow. That's mm -hmm. having this outburst that just leaves everybody scorched. Yes, mm -hmm. that, that, that was my disease. Um, anger and, you know, Mm. It, it was something that I had to just, like you said, declare bankruptcy. That self-audit, you know. I remember many writings in my journal, you know. I need to, you know, expunge this, you know. Yeah, very much so. In what ways do you think we, you know, fritter away our mental capital? What are the sort of things the average Nigerian woman does? <laughs> I love, no, you know, I love that question because we so fritter away our mental capital. We get into doing things. My daughter calls it the martyr sin, sin, syndrome. Mm -hmm. I want to tell women feel they need to be martyrs. Who sent you? You know, I love that. Who sent you? Who sent you? I love that song. I'm not your superwoman. Mm -hmm. I kind of think that we were made to suffer. And that if we're not suffering, mm -hmm. um, there's something wrong. So we yeah. throw away our mental capital. I mean, we're just throwing it away, aren't we? We're mm -hmm. relationships that are abusive. We yes. from the chief cook in the house. I always say, I don't understand how a woman is married to a man who doesn't go to work. She gets up, she gets the children ready. She takes them to school. She goes to work. <laughs> she comes home. People yes. cooks, mm -hmm. and husband is sitting in front of television all day. Mm -hmm. I'm like, mm -hmm. what is up with that? And then eventually, you hear, oh, you know, she 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 had a mental breakdown. She got cancer. She's mm -hmm. like, yeah, because she's frittered away all her mental capital. Yeah. Um, you know, very unnecessary things we get into. Another thing I try not to do. I try not to get into arguments. You know, mm. having some coaching that everybody has their paradigm. Yes. There's no right and there's no wrong. 
You yes. will see women, ah, gosh, we're fighting, we're arguing, we're, oh, and then it's so easy, let's face it, to fritter it away with dealing with Nigerian staff, going to the market. Oh, you know, I, I, I love, you know, Oprah's podcast, taking mm. time to be more mm-hmm. present. Yeah. Yeah, being present, yeah, being present. Now, that's another deep point that you just mentioned, being able to be present. Because most of us are just on autopilot, right? Yeah, we're like robots. <laughs> yeah. I think yeah. sometimes we're afraid of the pain of our emotions. And of feeling it, right? Of feeling our emotions. So we keep busy. Mm. We keep busy so that we don't feel our emotions. Uh, sometimes we're in a situation or in a relationship that's so painful, we don't want to be home, so we're busy running around everywhere, so we're just not home. Um, there's so many reasons. Um, it's, it's, but it just depletes us completely. It just depletes yes, it us. Does. Yeah. It does, you know. And now when you look at the effect on the family, Yes, we have the effect on the woman, but what about the effect on the family? Where you find that that's the that is the model that children pick up. Yeah, because they they live what they learn. They live what they yeah. see, don't they? Yeah. Yes, 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 they do. Yes, they do. And so this this makes it even more important, you know, for any woman who is doing her self audit. Any woman who is making sure that she her mental capital, she's investing it, you know, she's doing it for herself. She's also doing it for the next generation. Very very important. And I think I ask women to do is to write down how they would like their children to describe them. You know, when you're designing your dream life, write down the two exercises I love. Write down your obituary page. Yeah. Write yeah. down how you would like your children to, to describe you. Write a tribute um, after mm. you're gone that you would like them to write about you. Wow. And how, how <laughs> what has been the experience so far? What do women say? Oh, some people are like, God forbid. <laughs> but yeah, when women do it's very empowering. And you know what it does? Yeah. It gives you yeah. that acuity, gives you that vision, gives you that purpose and it propels you because then you see that like you know we talked about anger when I wrote you know what I would like to be written about me and I looked at what I was currently you know living I was always angry I was always shouting (laughs) I looked yeah or you know what I wanted to be written I thought no this is not it we have to to change some behaviors, like you say, we have to declare bankruptcy here. Yeah. <laughs> start, start, start over. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So now, what advice would you give any Nigerian woman out there who wants to start making emotional investments, you know, who wants to be treating her mental capital the way she treats her finances? Well, let me not say, I mean, who wants to be treating it like somebody who has good financial sense? You know, so what are five ways that they can be investing? Just five things that they can do. Number one is that self-audit. So if I were yeah. to choose, I would say number one, do that mm-hmm. self-audit and really write down the 
your mental capital assets, your mental capital liabilities. Yes. And look at where you're deficient, what you need to work yeah. on. Number mm-hmm. two, I would say design your dream life. Write yeah. down the life you want. I talk in the planner about the six arenas of your life. You know, mm. your spiritual and personal growth, your business and career, your finances, your relationships, your romance, love and recreation, your health yeah. and fitness, you know, yeah. especially your mental health. Yes. Um, and design it the way you would like to live it. Mm-hmm. Um, meditation, prayer, you know, that's another thing. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not trying to, I, I'm, I'm not trying to put down or judge, but sometimes the way we pray, you know, mm. Nigerians, those very dangerous, loud shouts. <laughs> <laughs> you know, sometimes I go into some prayer groups, especially this COVID period. There's a lot of yes. uh, mm-hmm. After a while, I just leave because yeah, I'm on this three. Pray, this three. Just shouting. Um, you know, that real deep prayer, quiet time where yeah. you, you listen to God, you listen to your inner spirit, your inner man. Um, that's yeah. the three. Um, yeah. Some apps you can use if you're the kind of person that needs music or the sound of water to just calm yeah. the spirit um, and do that. Um, number four is, I would say, use a journal. Mm. Journaling helps you to put things into perspective. Absolutely. Absolutely. There's something about being able, looking at it. You know, it's like it speaks back to you, right? Exactly. Speaks mm. back to you, and then it helps you do, you know, do a reconciliation. I like the financial analogy you use. Look at your last month. I mean, I don't do my journal every day. I keep, you know, I keep trying to, but when I do, I look back and I think I don't know how I could not journal every day. It's such a life changer. Mm-hmm. I think number five, the most important, is honestly ask for help, get support. Yeah. Yeah, be willing to ask for help. Yeah, being able to help each other is so important. It's interesting that the way we women hurt each other. <laughs> I have a lot. <laughs> I have. So, I have so much about that, um, mm. and I'll try to summarize the way. You know how mm. when you're young, yeah, you know if your mother keeps saying to you, "Oh gosh, Dupe, you're so beautiful." Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know, aesthetically, you're not very nice looking. What happens mm-hmm. to you? Mm-hmm. You grow up thinking you're the most beautiful. Yes, you grow up thinking you are beautiful. Yeah. Yes. You see these women who are not that nice looking, they land the best everything in life because yes. I think that I know women. <laughs> I think this narrative women don't like each other, women hate each other. You know, you women, you're the ones that. And hate each other. I think mm-hmm. the narrative that men have used, either consciously or subconsciously, yeah, mm-hmm. to, and we've bought into it, right? To break that unity, because you know, women are so powerful. Imagine if they now come together as a group. Oh wow, we would be ending stars. Yes, yes I know. Yes, <laughs> I don't know if they themselves realize it, but mm-hmm. that's what happens because you cannot tell me that any woman dislikes a woman as much as a man would. Men mm. kill women, men rape women, men mm. abuse women. Um, mm. 
I, do, I don't believe that narrative. My life is transformed by my female relationships. My mm. women friends have kept me, they've carried me, they've saved my life. So um, I just think we should stop that narrative and we should come yeah. to it. You know, I went to talk at some company at the International Women's Day and, you know, one of the guys who spoke before me spoke about all this women hate women thing. Mm -hmm. I climbed up the stage and, you know, I said to the women, who is your best friend, male or female? Mm -hmm. Who are you talking to? You know, mm -hmm. most of the time men don't even like to talk about your problems anyway. So yeah. you yeah. better have a good woman friend. So I think we should just stop the narrative. Um, yeah. And yeah. you know, accept that women love women, and we should take the responsibility to be the next woman's best friend, and that way it will change the trend. Absolutely, yeah. Be the next woman's best friend. Take that responsibility. Yeah, I completely agree with you, and I think that's a very good place to um, um, to end today. Um, Bisola, thank you very, very much. This has been so interesting. And I dare say to everybody listening out there that I'm sure you've been able to pick something that you can start doing differently. When we talk about mental capital, right, it's everything, just like Bisola said, you know, it's everything. That's my own mantra. I say it's everything because that's what it is. Mm -hmm. There's nothing you can achieve in life without it. There's nothing you can do without it. What Your best life is built on this. And your career, it's built on this. More so now in our new normal. I'd like to thank you all very much for joining us today in this episode of Truth Serum. Please let us have your comments. And um, Bisola, I'd like to say thank you very, very much. Honestly, I think the conversation has just started. And um, I'd like to wish you the very best with the Worthy Woman Walk. Thank you. I definitely will be checking it out myself. Thank you. Thank, <laughs> so. you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. I mean, this conversation has been so, you know, amazing for me. And time has just flown. I can't even believe the time. Oh, yes. So thank you very much. And thank you very much, everybody. Do take care of yourself. Stay safe.